Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Out of Bounds Podcast. We are back with episode 40. Yeah, episode 40. Isn't that incredible? We come a long way from the podcast that was created in the spring. It's crazy. The podcast was created before the NFL offseason began. Isn't that crazy? Like, we've been around longer than the Eagles getting Hassan Reddick, than Devontae Adams being in the Las Vegas, but that all feels so long ago. But it still feels weird to be doing this podcast, which I love doing, and it would mean the world. If you would hit that like button and subscribe down below, because I really want to build this thing and grow an audience with you guys, and... You guys can make that all possible by just doing that. It's completely free to like and subscribe on this video. And if you're watching or listening to this on another service that isn't YouTube, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, whatever, you just gotta follow us and keep tuning into the episodes. I know you will like it because I know who you are. Not, I'm not. I'm kidding. That was kind of creepy. But you may be wondering to yourself. Where is Matt? Matt is currently not here. He is in New Jersey. However, he will be having his inputs in this video. He won't be... You won't hear his voice this entire episode. So that is a plus for you guys. However... He will be able to slide in his nonsense because he's given me his list. If you haven't guessed what this episode is, well, you probably know what it is based on the title of the episode, but basically we're going to be ranking all of the quarterbacks in the NFL today. Now, for this video, we will not be ranking Deshaun Watson in this ranking because it's been a while since he played, and mainly due to the fact that he's not going to start until week 13 against the Texans. And secondly, uh, we don't know who the star is going to be for the Panthers or for the Seahawks yet, which is why we'll be counting both Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold and Geno Smith and Drew Locke into this breakdown. So yeah, let's just get right into it before we get into it. What a preseason. So the preseason began week... It's now week two in the preseason. Last night was the Bears and Seahawks game. I didn't... uh, Well, I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't watch too much because, well, both teams are kind of horrible and they're not playing much of their starters. Seeing the Geno Locke, Drew Smith thing go down was probably the most interesting part of the entire game. But, yeah, let's just get right into it, and, yeah. So, I'll be first going to my list. I'll be breaking down who I have at one, and then I'll be telling you who Matt had at number one. So, for the first three of our picks, we have the exact same for one, two, three. So, at number one, I have Aaron Rodgers. Not much of a surprise why I have him here. Uh, 
back-to-back MVP of the league. I would put... No, I'll get to him later. So, Aaron Rodgers obviously has been... You're voted MVP if you're the best in the game, and he's been the best in the game. So, he's been that way for many years, and... Yeah, he's pro- he's one of the most exciting players to watch, at least in my lifetime, and I've been able to watch literally the greatest of all time. I mean, I wasn't alive for uh, back in the 80s or 70s for Joe Cool. What was his name? I don't... Why am I blanking on his name? 49ers. Ah. Regardless. Yeah, I was born in the year 2000, so I've been watching Peyton... I've watched Peyton Manning play. I've watched Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Like, literally... These people are the greats, alright? The greats. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats. Now, for Matt, he also had Aaron Rodgers. No, not much of a surprise. Everyone can pretty much see that Aaron Rodgers is the clear number one. Now, Josh Allen, I have a number two. Some people might be angry that we didn't, or that I didn't put Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers, but experience plays a huge factor in just your talent and skill. It takes more to be the best in the league, and Aaron Rodgers, from his mindset to his natural gifted abilities, makes him the clear number one. Allen is a strong number two. Some people might be mad that we didn't put Patrick Mahomes here, but Allen has just been improving every single year he's been in the league, and it's pretty clear to put him at number two. Matt also has him at number two. Uh, Number three is where we have Mahomes. Uh, Obviously, he's been electrifying ever since he started in his second year in the league, and he's just, uh, again, one of the amazing athletes to watch. With his escapability, his big play down the field, it's going to be interesting to see how he performs without Tyree Kill. But he still will have Travis, Kelsey, one of the greatest tight ends in the game today. And yeah. And now this is where Matt and I start to differentiate. At number four, I have Justin Herbert. It came close. I was debating who to put here, Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. And I ultimately came to Justin Herbert because Justin has... That arm, that... I mean, Joe Burrow also has an arm. See, it's really close. I was really tempted to put Burrow here just to the fact that he was able to elevate the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. But then I also thought maybe it was just coaching, and I don't think that Brandon Staley is as good of a coach as the Bengals head coach, uh, Zach Taylor. I don't know, in time, I think Brandon Staley could be a better coach than Zach Taylor, but I think the Bengals were just better run. Uh, I think Brandon Staley shouldn't have called a timeout in that final game of the regular season. A completely different outcome to that game could have happened and would have been obviously more interesting in the playoffs to see what would have happened. Now, I just have what Matt put here. I don't have the ability to see his reasoning here, but Matt had Matthew Stafford. I I get it, but I would not put Matt Stafford this high up. I just think it's too soon. I mean, he did just win the Super Bowl, so you could just put that right there, but 
I don't know. So, and obviously I'm always right. I'm, I know more about football than that. Alright? He hasn't been walking on this earth longer than I have. So I have the wisdom and knowledge that he has yet to experience. <laughs> he barely saw Peyton Manning play, alright? I've seen most of Peyton Manning's career. Because he was drafted in the ni 1999 draft, I believe, or 1998. So there have been a few years, and obviously when I was a toddler, I wasn't able to see Peyton Manning play. But regardless, alright? I am 21 years old, if you were wondering. Alright. So, number five, I have Joe Burrow. Obviously, like I was saying, it was hard to choose between Herbert and Burrow. Burrow is just insane to watch. I love watching Joe Burrow play. And Burrow... Please be my friend. You're the coolest guy. You're the coolest quarterback in the game today. Smoking the cigar after he wins a championship, won the division, smoke a cigar. Won the AFC, smoked a cigar. And I wish he was able to smoke the cigar after winning the Super Bowl, but he unfortunately did not win this past Super Bowl. Hopefully he wins a Super Bowl in the future. I would love to see it for him. But for right now I think he will get a Super Bowl by the end of his career I think they have the potential to do that now Matt at number five has Justin Herbert which I put him at number four at number six I have Tom Brady and yeah I mean he's the goat let's be honest he's the be he's the greatest of all time but this by the way this list is about who we think is better quarterback. It isn't how who we think is going to be performing better in the future. Let me just make that clear. It's just about who do we think is better as of right now. And as of right now, Tom Brady obviously always has that mindset of winning every game. And I love that about him. And as much as I would like to say he isn't the GOAT, and be crazy on this theory he is it's just undisputable however talent wise a lot of these guys are better than him like all the five fuel i stated above i feel like talent wise are better than him at this point in time plus he's 45 years old oldest quarterback in the league i think he might be the oldest quarter if he play when he plays the season i think he'll be the oldest quarterback to play i believe so and he's going to be performing better than a, a lot of other players in this league. Un, undisputedly. Like, what he did last season was incredible. And that was at 44 years old. Like, what is this guy on? And give me this supplement. Make me live forever. Like, if there is someone that's going to live to 200 years old extremely long it's gonna be Tom Brady he is 45 years old he still looks like he's in his 30s now a lot of actors and big-time guys also look younger than they are like Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio but it might just be a Hollywood thing and Tom's like a Hollywood type of guy but I don't know I think that if someone's going to be able to live longer than a lot of us other humans, it's going to be him. The thing that he, if he still is extremely cautious about what he puts in his body, 
when he continues to grow old, I think he has the chance to live quite long. Now, this I really need to get Matt's opinion on. He has Lamar Jackson, number six. Now, a lot of people are like, yeah, Lamar's a great quarterback. You're going to be surprised where I put him. <laughs> I don't know why I did a Southern accent there. But, yeah. You are definitely going to be surprised where I put him. I, He's a good quarterback. I wish I got Matt's opinion here. But how can you say Lamar is better than Joe Burrow? I don't understand. I do not understand. Now, at number seven, I have Matt Stafford. Not much of a shocker. Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl on his first year on a new team. He was able to do what Tom Brady did. And granted, he had like Cooper Cup, Odell, great defense. But he he is... He's got some great talent. I'm so happy, so happy his career didn't just die in Detroit. He was able to rejuvenate himself. Imagine if that never happened. Imagine if we never got to see this. It's so awesome that we get to see Matt play at a high level because he really wasn't able to do that in Detroit. But now he finally is able to because he has the right pieces around him. And at number seven on Matt's side, he has Joe Burrow, who I said above... Like I said earlier, is great. And now at number eight, I have Russell Wilson. Now, some people may be wondering, why do you have Russell Wilson so high? I mean, if this was a year prior and I put Russell Wilson at eight, no one would question it. Ever since his injury, he hasn't been performing at the same level that he once did. Granted, that was with the Seahawks. Maybe the Broncos team can rejuvenate his career. I think it's definitely going to be better for him in Denver than it was for him in Seattle. However, yeah. I mean, I kept saying, however, however, however. But, yeah, I have him at number 8. Now at number 9. Well, actually, wait, let me go to Matt's number 8. Now, this is this is where things got a little out of hand. If you've been watching this podcast, you know that Matt is a big fan of Jameis Winston. And if you you guys probably know what I'm about to say. Yeah, he put Jameis Winston at the 8th best quarterback in the league right now. He put him over Tom Brady. Yeah. Why? I do not know. I don't understand what goes through his mind. How can you say that Jameis Winston is better than the GOAT? I actually texted him today when he sent me his picks, and this is what he had to say for himself. When he sent me his picks, I said, you did not just put Jameis over Brady. And he said, is there a problem here? <laughs> and I said, well, th then it, it gets a little out of topic. Out of them, but he he's just insane. All right, um, yeah. I mean, all right. Number nine. A lot of people are gonna be mad at me. A lot of people are gonna disagree. You're gonna say I'm crazy, and I'm not. It's just the facts that Carson Wentz is a top ten quarterback in the league today, and he is the ninth best quarterback in the league today. I know. Some are going to say I'm crazy. 
but the man is incredible. His arm talent, size, like athleticism, it's just overall, he's insane. Like, he is like the embodiment of an NFL quarterback. Now, when it comes to his mindset, that's where it could be an improvement. I think when you see your backup take your team to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, that messes with your head a little because then it's like, so they could have done this without me. And then ever since then, he's like, I need to prove that I'm better than everyone thinks that I am. And by doing so, he makes some costly errors. And that has taken the best of him in his career. Now, I think that a lot of teams have gone a little crazy with their theory on Carson Wentz. Philly, and I'm an Eagles fan. I think we completely did, like, did Carson so wrong. We shouldn't. We should have never drafted Jalen Hurts. We just went to the playoffs with no wide receivers. All right, our, our like number one wide receiver for the last couple of weeks was Greg Ward Jr. And a lot of you, a lot of you watching probably have no idea who that is. He's now like the fifth wide receiver on the Eagles. All right, I don't even know if he's going to make the roster. He will probably for the Eagles, but. Like, that was our number one. We were He was thrown to practice squad players. Players that would never get a job as being a one or two in today's league. Like, it just mind boggles me. Now, at number nine, Matt had Tom Brady, which, I mean, I don't how I'm still a little distressed about where he put Jameis. All right, number ten, I have Derek Carr. A lot of people might also not agree. At least Colin Cohort agrees with me saying Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback. Look, he's been around chaos his entire career. Ever since he's got to Las Vegas, or it was the... Where were th- It's so late at night right now. I shouldn't be doing the podcast at night because I'm tired. Oakland Raiders... Now I finally remember the Oakland Raiders. It's cra- it's crazy that we're already adjusted to saying the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is like their first year in Las Vegas. But it just flows more naturally to me. And I've been saying like the Oakland Raiders my entire life because that's where they were. But I don't know. I feel like the switch, it flows off the tongue more. And number 10 for Matt, Matt has... Russell Wilson, like I said before. 11, I have Kyler Murray. Now, he did get this big contract this offseason. And Kyler's good. He has good completion percentage. He did great in completion percentage this past year. He... I'm just going to leave it there. He is the 11th. I have him at 11. Whereas Matt at number 11 has Derek Carr. Now at number 12, some people might be mad at me. But look, I am an optimistic Eagles fan. And because the Eagles are always going to get the best of me. Alright? Like a lot of Sundays, they let me down. 
and I will support them till the day I die. And Jalen Hurts comes in at number 12 for me. Where a lot of people, a lot of you watching are like, what the hell? Da what about Dak? What about Kirk Cousins? Oh, th those guys are better. Lamar. All three of them. They're better than Jalen Hurts. But I say no. No, 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 no. Jalen Hurts. As much as I bang him. He is very dynamic. I wish he was a better passer of the football. But he's able to make some plays. I think we're going to do stuff this season. I really do as an Eagles fan. And I'm an optimistic Eagles fan, so take that into consideration. At number 12, Matt is Kirk Cousins. Uh, that's not really a shocker. At number, because Kirk Cousins, he's a good quarterback. I don't, I don't think he's the 12th best quarterback in the league, no. But he's a good quarterback. At 13, I have Dak Prescott. A lot of you are probably like, why don't you have Dak in top 10? Cowboys fans are like, what? How could you? This is outrageous. It's unfair. If you heard that banging, that was me banging on my desk. But look, Dak Prescott, Cowboys fans, you guys should have won a Super Bowl by now with Dak. If Dak is as good of a quarterback as you say, you guys should have won a Super Bowl. If you think he's a top 10 quarterback, you guys should have won a Super Bowl. A top 10 quarterback can win a Super Bowl for your team if you have a good enough cast around them, and Dak has always had a good enough cast around him. He's had Amari Cooper for almost his entire career. Well, he had Des Bryant, then it was Amari for number one wide receiver. Amari's a great wide receiver. Zeke, for his first couple of years, was one of the best running backs in the league. All right? And you guys have had, since Dak has entered the league, probably... The top three, top five best offensive line every single year. And then you may be wondering, but what about our defense? Last year you guys had the defense with the number one or number two most takeaways in the league. And you had a Super Bowl winning head coach. Granted, Zeke is wasn't as good as he used to be. But Dak had Amari. He had Michael Gallup. He had CeeDee Lamb. He had... Uh, uh, Jarwin, whatever that tight end's name is, uh, regardless. Let's just move on. It, it Cowboys fans just drive you crazy. And it's not just me. All Cowboys fans drive everyone crazy. Uh, 13, Matt, had, Matt also has Dak Prescott. Wow, we agree. 14, I have Lamar Jackson. Now, Cowboys fans are like, okay, okay. I, I, li I like how you, put, you said Dak is better than Lamar. Uh, Raiders fans and Ravens fans and a lot of other fans are, are like, how could you do this to a previous MVP in the league? Well, he's not a great passer of the football, and he's been injured a lot last year. I don't know how that's going to affect his game this year. He also wants a new contract. The Ravens are probably going to give him a new contract before the start of the season. But I don't think he's worth the money that he's asking for. If I was the Ravens, I would have I would trade him. I would have traded him by now. I probably would have traded him after the end of last season. I don't think he's a quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with. And I don't know how much longer he can last in the league being a run first quarterback.
At number 15, I have Kirk Cousins. Like I said before, he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's the best. Matt has Jalen Hurts at 15. Uh, I mean, Kirk has always had good stats, but that that's not enough to... Uh, he's just made some bad moves in his career. He's also lost to terrible teams. Granted, that's not all his fault, but it's... I don't like watching a Kirk Cousins game, let me tell you. Watching Kirk Cousins play is not very interesting. He's always had a good team around him, too. He He's a, he's a good quarterback, but again, he's not like a quarterback you can win a Super Bowl with. I don't see him as a top 10 quarterback. And I think, like, Adam Thielen has argued with him. Like, it's you can see it on the sidelines. Him and Adam Thielen have, were, like, arguing. And... I mean, when you're arguing with your wide receivers, that's not great. Look, at number 16, I have Mac Jones. I I was actually really impressed by Mac Jones last year. Granted, he was in a Belichick scheme, and, well, he didn't really have much great receivers. I do like his tight end, Hunter Henry. That was, like, the only, like, really good target I feel like he had, and a lot of people don't see Hunter Henry as a top 10 tight end in the league. But... I was impressed by how well he did last season, and I think he can continue to do good things this year. I think they upgraded at wide receiver, and I'm excited to see how the Patriots' offense looks. At 16, Matt is Carson Wentz, and this is just disrespectful. It's disrespectful. How could you put Carson Wentz that low? He's a top 10 quarterback, and don't let anyone convince you otherwise. At 17, I had Jameis. I gotta give credit where credit's due. Jameis is a decent quarterback. Can you win a Super Bowl with him? No. Can you go far in the playoffs with him? No. Is he a fun guy to watch? Sometimes. I like making fun of him. Uh, because he's a funny guy. He's funny more than anything else is what I would say. He has a few screws loose. But I think this is a reasonable place to put Jameis, like, halfway on the list. And at 17, Matt has Matt Ryan, where a lot of Colts fans or other people who like Matt Ryan will be screaming at me, but I don't like Matt Ryan. He is coming up soon on my list, but I do not like him. And it's I'm not I didn't put him low on the list just because like I don't like the guy. I actually do like the guy. He grew up fairly close to where I grew up. He grew up in like Exton, PA or somewhere near there. Like I grew up I actually live like very very close to Exton, PA and like I like the guy. He does great. He does great work. For the city he's in. Like he did great work in Atlanta. He's doing great stuff in Indianapolis. I'm not really sure what his charity is called. But I think he has done some great charitable work. And at 18 I have. Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill has been playing better than Matt Ryan. These past couple of years. He, Matt now. It's, Ryan has had better. Receivers than Matt has. In the past few years but. I mean, I he's been he's gone to the playoffs and has been able to actually do stuff. Granted, that is a team around him that helps him do that. But I, Matt is just he's a form he's a shell of what he used to be, 
And at 18, Matt has Trevor Lawrence. So he thinks Trevor's better than Ryan Tannehill, which I don't agree with. 19, I have Matt Ryan. He's had a lot of interceptions and not as... Well, he has had more touchdowns and interceptions last year, but I I don't know what to tell you guys. Last season was not a great season for him. You can blame it on the receivers all you want, but come on. It's not like he had the worst receivers in the league last year. Okay, that might be false. Maybe he did have the worst receivers last year. Mm, yeah, I guess so. You could argue Carson had worse receivers, or the Jets had worse receivers. But I, uh, I'm just not even gonna get into it. At 19, Matt has Ryan Tannehill. Finally getting this deal. Uh, 20, I have Trevor Lawrence. Now I would love to have put Trevor higher. Generational talent, like a lot of people said, coming out of the draft. But. He didn't perform good last year. He didn't have a good head coach. Didn't have a good supporting cast. He's no longer in Alabama. And, or wait, no. He was in Clemson. Idiot me. He He's had a good, like, cast around him since he was a kid. But now he doesn't. And he struggled a little bit. But I think he still has a lot of talent in him. I think once he gets more experience, you're going to see him really rise on this list of quarterbacks now at number 20 matt had mac jones i don't know why he's hating on mac jones i think mac jones did really well for the position he was in last year at 21 i have trey lance now a lot of people might be a little skeptical about this but from what i've seen in trey lance i've liked i like what i've seen he's done well in the place that they put him in last year and he's been doing really good so far this preseason there's stuff he can improve on yeah and I think he isn't going to do so great this upcoming season because he doesn't have the experience yet. But I'm eager to see what happens. You know, the North D- North Dakota State Bison. I think that's their mascot. Carson, great quarterback. Trey Lance, maybe he'll be a great quarterback. And at 21, Matt has Baker Mayfield. I, I do not understand that at all, quite frankly. I don't see how you can put Baker Mayfield at 21. I even put his backup, Sam Darnold, over him, which is actually who I have at number two with Sam Darnold. Now a lot of people might be mad. I keep saying, like, now a lot of people might be mad, or a lot of people might be skeptical, because a lot of people probably don't like my takes. And... That's okay. We'll just see what happens later on down the road. But I think that Sam Darnold has a lot of talent. I think that he was playing great in the league before getting hurt. And he played through his injury this that past season. I think he gets a lot of hate than what he deserves. Just like Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, I think, gets the most hate out of any quarterback. At number 22, Matt Hatch, Mitch Trubisky, which I'll get to him later on. At 23, I had Tua. I think that Tua's going to really improve this year from last year. I'm, like, a lot of people are really hyping him up from the training camp he's having. And 
he could really blow us all away. But for right now, I just... He does... From what I've seen so far, he still needs to improve a lot. But I think he is the 23rd best quarterback. And Matt also has Tua at 23. At 24, I have Jared Goff. Jared Goff is interesting. I always, since since that draft, even before the draft happened, I said I want us to get Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is better than Jared Goff, and he is better than Jared Goff. It's not even up for debate, and I won't debate you on it because I'm too tired right now. But Jared Goff has... It's a shame that he's in Detroit now. He w- he did okay under McVay's system, but McVay is an offensive genius. And if you can't win a Super Bowl with Goff, it means you got to get a new quarterback, and that's exactly what they did, and they were able to win a Super Bowl in his first year. And that really, if you're Jared Goff, you must really be like, damn you guys. Could have just given me another year, but no. Um, things happened, and it's a good thing that things happen like that. At 24, Matt also has Jared Goff. Wow, look at us agreeing again. 25, I have Mitch Trubisky. I don't think he's as good as Matt thinks. I think he is a very decent bridge quarterback. But I only see him as a bridge quarterback, not a guy you that can take you far in the playoffs, not a guy who you can win a Super Bowl with at all in any means. And that is why he was a backup last year, because a lot of people shared that same thought. At 25, Matt had Davis Mills, and that is actually who I have here at number 26. I was impressed by what he was able to do. He didn't have a great team around him. He had Brandon Cooks as his receiver, which is a good wide receiver to have. Um, he didn't have a very smart head coach as his first year head coach probably wasn't given a fair enough chance with what was what he was given. Taking over in Houston is probably a very difficult situation. And he, I don't really know what more to say about it, but he impressed me by what he was able to do. Now at twenty six Matt has Zach Wilson. I do like Zach Wilson because he's a dog, as a lot of people like to say. He's beloved in the league now ever since the stuff has come out about him. Number 24 is Jacoby Brissett. I was impressed by what he was able to do with the Colts. I know a lot of people already forget about what he was able to do for for them when Andrew Luck retired, but he did pretty good given the circumstances that he was in. He wasn't expecting to play that season as a starter and he did a decent job from just like taking over from expecting to being a backup the entire season um yeah not much more to say about it 27 Matt has Sam Darnold which he just likes to say Sam Darnold stinks 28 I have Zach Wilson yeah I What I saw in the very brief moments that he was in in the preseason, the pick to Kazir White, that was a bit 
very bad judgment on his part. He has a lot of bad judgment when it comes to his throwing. I'm so happy that he's not seriously injured. I'm happy that he's going to have a chance to play this season. Hopefully he plays the entire season without getting injured because everyone loves him. And at 28, Matt had Trey Lance. It looks like Matt doesn't expect much from Trey Lance, and he's probably in the majority, but yeah. 29, I have Baker Mayfield. I mean, you're coming down to the very bottom of the list now. Baker's not a great quarterback. That's why the Panthers basically gave up nothing to get him. Uh, I still think Sam Donald's a better quarterback than him. Last season for Baker was just miserable. Absolutely miserable. It, it, like apparently he wasn't studying film or anything that he was like supposed to do. Like apparently on Christmas Eve, remember they had on Christmas Day the game against the Packers. On Christmas Eve he was apparently playing um, video games with some kid who friended him. And I was like, I played with Baker Mayfield. Who knows if that's accurate, but it, it doesn't seem like he's paying much attention. And you got, even if your career isn't doing so great and you start to lose hope, you still got to stick with it. Like, come on now. If you're given one of the greatest chances in a lifetime, do you know how many people would kill to be an NFL quarterback? I would die to be an NFL quarterback. I don't care what team I am put on, just to be able to go out there and play the sport that I love and get paid a good chunk of money while doing it granted you put your body on the line every single day you could get injured and then your career is gone that's why they're paid a lot of money but it's such an amazing sport and you provide peop millions of people so much happiness like the imagine if the cleveland went to super bowl how happy that city would be any city is just absolutely happy when their team is winning and it's it's a great power to give that to fans and at number 30 matt had marcus mariota oh wait no at 29 matt had justin fields because that's what we were on 29 and yeah i i don't like uh, justin fields mm. I'll get to him in a second. At tw at 30, I have Marcus Mariota. I think his experience gives him the edge over Justin Fields and a lot of these other... Well, not a lot because there's not much quarterbacks left. But I think it gave him an edge for me. Whereas Matt has uh, Marcus Mariota at 30. I have him at 20. Or no, I have him at 30. Matt and I both have him at 30. Yeah. So we, we agree on there. 31, I have Justin Fields. He has good mobility. He was cocky as hell in that preseason last year. And then he gets destroyed by Aaron Donald later on. Like, it, it was just kind of sad. Uh, and it's not just his cockiness that I don't like. I just think that he, when you're a run-first quarterback, it's a liability. 
Now, Jalen Hurts is a run-first quarterback, but I like that he is making improvements as a passer. Lamar made improvements as a passer. We'll see in the future if Justin's able to make improvements as a passer. And Matt at 31, had Jacoby Brissett, who I put a little edge over him. Then uh, Justin Fields. At 32, I have Drew Locke. I think that he should be given the role in Seattle. It's, I mean, I don't like Geno Smith. I, Geno Smith did not play well last year. Whereas Matt has Geno Smith at 32. Matt thinks that Geno Smith should be the starter. I do not. I think that you get more out of Drew Locke. He's younger. He doesn't have as much experience as Geno Smith. But he, he can, I believe he has the ability to do better. At 33, I have Daniel Jones. A lot of people would put him higher, but come on. He's not been great. I think he's even going to get benched this season if he doesn't perform well. I heard people say that if he was in a smaller market team, he probably would have had more success because not as much eyes would be on him. Because New York is a big market city, which is true. He took over after Eli Manning retired. Actually went in before Eli Manning retired, but ah, he's not hes not a good quarterback. I'm sorry to break it to you Giants fans and NFL fans. Now, finally, I have Geno Smith at 34, whereas Matt has Daniel Jones at 34. Matt thinks Daniel Jones is the worst quarterback in the league, even as both backups of the Panthers and Seahawks ahead of him and Matt had Drew Locke at 23 and that is our list for NFL quarterbacks heading into the season this is not based on how well we believe they're going to perform that because the team around them makes that this is just who we think is better and that is how I feel and that is how Matt feels he wasn't able to be here today to explain his thoughts and how his brain works which I would have loved to hear his excuse but that is going to be it that is the end of this episode thank you guys for sticking with us this long it really does mean a lot to me and I hope to see you all later see you next week sorry for the late upload this week I know it was later than what you guys are usually accustomed to on Wednesdays, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but I had a lot going on this week, busy at work, transferring to a new location of my job, so a lot of stuff is going down with me, as of right now I've been really busy, and yeah, I'm not moving um, from my apartment or anything like that, but just a lot of stuff, so yeah, that's it. And I'll see you next week for episode 41 of the podcast. See ya.